Blog Talk Radio. Ladies, let's talk with Coach Gina, a weekly radio show for the working woman. We cover topics such as family, life skills, wellness, and business. You can catch us every Wednesday live from 8 o'clock to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. At any time, click on the archive to listen to a previous episode. We are glad you have joined us. Take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy. Here's your host, Coach Gina Brown. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ladies Let's Talk. My name is Gina Brown, your host, and I am thrilled to have you here today. We're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of girl talk, a lot of learning and sharing, and maybe some aha discovery moments. And uh, I'll introduce our guests in just a moment. But it is the week before Valentine's Day, and to some that means one thing and to others it means another thing but if you're on the romance side and embracing um, love and romance and all that good stuff then this show is definitely for you if you have a great relationship this show is for you and if you have an outstanding fantastic relationship this show is for you too our guest tonight is a author she is a host and does so many things. I'm thrilled to have her on the show, Deborah Fox. Hello. Hi there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. We're talking about stuff I want to talk about. I know. It's fun. It's light. It's upbeat. It's uh, heartfelt. For sure. We talk about so many different things on the show, and this one is definitely not technical and business-oriented. It's it's just, just you know, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. So one of the intriguing things about you, Deborah, is you actually wrote a book about a personal, your personal experience. And so today we're going to talk about love, romance, marriage, how to keep it, things that people don't think about before they do they go through the I do stage and um you know what what is too long and what's you know what what's the nitty gritty. So before we get into all those little components are you married? Yes, happily, 18 years. Woo-wee! And so you live in Florida. Correct. Yes. So you're in Florida and you've been married 18 years. And I know that's not an easy feat. Some people can't stay married two years. Right, right, which is crazy. It's sad, but yes. And I've I've actually been with him for 23 years. We dated for five before we got married. Oh wow! So even longer. Yes, that's that's yes. really inspiring but, and encouraging. And can I tell you, it doesn't feel like 23 years. It feels like five years. I don't feel, feel like, like we've been years. together that long. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's amazing. And you're, it, it really you're, is amazing. You're a mom of two. 
Correct. Yes. So I have a 16-year-old and a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're you're just like most of us out here, a mom, a wife, you know, raising children, doing your career, and all that good stuff. So, why did you end up writing the book called, tell me the name of your book. It's Loving Through Thick and Thin, Essential for a Healthy, Thriving, and Sex-Filled Relationship. Thriving and (laughs) Sex-Filled Relationship. We can just take notes right there, everybody. Get your pen and paper out. You're going to need it. Right, right. Everyone sees that, and it's the big hoot. I tell you, it's so funny. But, um, yeah, what inspired the book was, to be quite honest, I've, you know, again, I've been with my husband 23 years, and for years I've had people tell me, you know, Deb, you and Fooge should write. His name is Edwin, by the way, but his nickname is Fooge, so just in case I use them interchangeably, we are talking about the same person. But anyway, I rarely call him Edwin. (laughs) But anyway, um, they've been encouraging me to write the book for years now, and I always thought, you know, why? Who cares what I have to say? My life is just so normal. It's so boring, humdrum, whatever. But what what it was is they admired how we were with each other. In public, in private, it didn't matter. So I think that's what they were referring to. But, you know, nothing happens before it's time. I was really inspired and motivated to write the book just last year, March, where I attended a conference. And, you know, just I was surrounded by a bunch of authors and speakers, and most of them were were women. And in just casually talking, we would talk, you know, what women do. What do we do? We always talk about what? Relationships, handbags, purse, clothes, shopping. Those are the things that we talk about. So this was no different. Right. So, you know, I'm sharing tidbits about, I would make jokes about my husband and I and whatever, whatever. And just in the few short days that I was with them, they were, I mean, so many times different people were like, girl, you need to write a book. You know, just casually, you need to write a book. And on the way to the airport, I, one of my girlfriends, we were driving back to the airport and she's like, you know, Deb, you really should write the book. This is what you have to do. And to be quite honest, I was always afraid and overwhelmed by the process of writing the book. So that, that was another reason why I just never did it. And she mm. just gave me the 411 in a 20-minute drive to the airport. I've never taken notes so quickly in my life. And long story short, by the time I got on the airplane, I think I had half a chapter one already written. Like it, it, I just couldn't stop writing. I wrote wow. this book in less than seven months. 80% of the book was written in probably two months. I just had to go in and fine-tune and edit and make changes and all that stuff. But a lot has happened in my life, in my relationship, so writing it was kind of easy. Mm -hmm. Knowing my story was kind of easy, you know. Right. And, and. I'm sure there's some stories in there about the things that you went through in the relationship. But um, so I want to know how you felt when you were in the airport, in the car going to the airport and she was telling you this is what you need to do. Did you feel excited or nervous or scared or like, oh, my God, I, 
I don't know if I can do this. What was going on? Excited. Excited. I was so excited. I was riveted. I was I was on fire. I was like, I can't wait to get off this plane and just sit at my computer and get my fingers going. I had pieces of paper. I had, I, you know, I wasn't prepared to do this. I was just scrounging for paper from the flight attendant, from wherever, wherever I could find paper to just jot down notes and bullet points of things that I need to discuss and um, mention, you know, and what I, some of the things that I definitely want to talk about. So mm-hmm. there was no fear. The fear didn't kick in until later on once I got started and I thought, oh, my God, what did I get myself into? But <laughs> the way I am, once I verbally commit and say it out loud to someone that I'm going to do something, I have to see it to fruition. I can't then back out. Mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah. I made the commitment that I would do it. So here I am. And I'm so glad I did. So glad I did. Yes, for sure, for sure. Do you know how hard it is to get to 18, let alone 10, let alone 5? <laughs> so tell us you know how what? that happened in some of those incremental steps. Because there's some people in the audience that are right at a 5-year mark or at a 10-year mark, and they may have a blissful marriage or maybe they're struggling a little bit. So um, what can you say about getting them through that? You know, what's funny was when we did get married and two years went by and it was great, I heard people talk about, oh, well, you wait till you get to the five-year itch. And I thought, well, heck, what's going to happen in five years, you know? And then we made it to five years and we were still fine. And then I heard, wait till you get to seven years. Okay, we made it to seven years. And I heard that for five, seven, and ten. And I almost, I'm like, what, what is it? I mean, yes, we had our financial woes, and I don't want to give away too much of the book. We did go through some serious storms, storms that I think the majority of marriages would not survive in this day and age. However, I think, you know, we took our vows and we took them so seriously. There was no quitting was not an option. And I have to say, my parents have been together 43 years. And I've always said I want to be like my parents. I want to be in a long-lasting relationship. And my husband, even though his parents were divorced, he still wanted the same thing. So divorce was never an option when we were going through a storm. It just wasn't. Um, We worked through the difficult times. Now, what I will tell you, and all relationships have their struggles or what it is that keeps them from uh, making that relationship work. And for me, what we struggled with most, and I talk about it, I have a, created an ebook called The Five Key Components to a, ha- to a Healthy Relationship, something to that effect. And it's free. If you go to my website, it can be downloaded. Um, there are just some basic components, and one of them is communication. If, you, if your relationship does not have, if the communication component or aspect of a relationship is not strong, it pretty much, do, like it's not, going to, I don't think it'll survive, and if it does, it's not going to thrive. It's not going to be at a place where you'd want your relationship to be. 
And with as far as communication was concerned, my husband, he just was not a great communicator. He held everything in. And, you know, I've read so many books about relationships and, relationships, and I think that's a man thing. They just don't like to talk where with me and most of the women I know, they're going to tell you how they feel. This is how I feel. This is how you make me feel. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. And I would just over the years, tell him, honey, you have to. I can't read your mind. And if you allow me to read your mind, I'm always going to read it negatively. I'm going to interpret it opposite of what you're truly thinking, most likely. And most of the time, that's what happened. So Mm -hmm. we just worked on it. And, you know, I've told people that, and they're like, well, they're grown. I don't have time to be telling folks. Well, then what do you want? A healthy relationship means work. Okay, we have to be committed to work. If you want a healthy relationship, both parties have to be willing to work. And if me telling him for the last 10 years, I mean, he is so much better now, and we do talk about things now, and he does express, it's not perfect, but it's better than what it was 10 years ago. Uh You understand? Uh Yeah. And it sounds like you were both committed, which is one of the key components also in the communication process right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, 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 committed it's, people not a, it's not a, that love each other. Yeah, it's not a, mm-hmm. yes, it's not a one way road. It's both ways. Both people have to want or be on the same page. Right. That's, that's great. And I'm going to ask you another question a little bit deeper to that. You working through it and he was not the communicator and you are, and that's pretty common in a lot of relationships. Um, and so your patience, I'm sure, had to be a little bit more, you had to exercise your patience a little more and, you know, pulling out of him what is he thinking because you don't know what he's thinking. So what did you do um, to try to co- get him to communicate more? Did you ask him more questions or... Did you have a Oh my gosh. I'm, 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 I am far more patient now than I was back then. So mm-hmm. when you said you had to have, you know, you had to have been pretty patient or whatever, I almost blurted out laughing because I so wasn't. I, oh, wow. it, it was, yeah, it was very, very frustrating because it was like, it was like pulling teeth, you know, dude, this is what I'm telling you. Could you please tell me what you're feeling? And that went on for years. But you know what? Despite that, his good far outweighed that problem. So it wasn't necessarily something that created havoc in our relationship. You know what I'm saying? We weren't, we didn't walk around mad at each other and we were still very much in love and still did everything together. It didn't, it, it was just an it's just an area that we struggled with, but was willing to commit to working it out and working through it. Is my point. Mm-hmm. That's good. And then, um, in your working this out, did the children come early or not? Not too early. How how many years did you have before they came? Uh, seven. We dated for five, and after we got married, we waited two years before we had our first. Oh. So. 
and a lot of that community learn each other. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. But you know, as we get older, we change. Just people just change, and um, again, we just the commun. I didn't notice the communication until after our child was born, probably a year or two years after our first was born, that's when I was like, oh, my gosh, what is the problem? You know, Mm -hmm. so it's not even something that I never really thought it was an issue while we were dating. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. So you mentioned, too, that you're in love with him still. Yes, I am. (laughs) We're going to take a quick commercial, come back, and I want you to share how in the world did you are you doing that part? Because I think that's a really golden nugget for people to say, I love my husband, I love my boo, but oh my gosh, I don't have that in love feeling like I had, you know, when it first started. So after these messages, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit more about that, okay? Awesome. If you're like most people these days, you're busy. You don't have time to sit in traffic on the way to a social security office and then wait in line for your number to be called. That's why we want to help you make the most of your time when you need to do business with social security. If you need to reach us by phone, you can call 1-800-772-1213. We can answer specific questions from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. You can expect a shorter wait if you call after Tuesday. Automated phone service is available 24 hours a day. The fastest and most convenient way to do business with Social Security is online at www.socialsecurity.gov. From planning to applying for benefits, there's so much you can do at www.socialsecurity.gov. That's www.socialsecurity.gov. Hi, everybody. We are back. You're tuning in to Ladies Let's Talk Radio with Coach Gina. I'm Gina Brown, your host, and today we have Deborah Fox from Orlando, Florida, the author of Loving Through Thick and Thin. She has been married 18 years or is married 18 years and 23 years total with her husband. And, oh, my gosh, we're having so much fun talking about relationship and staying married and getting to the nitty-gritty of making it all work and being realistic with it. So, Deborah, thank you again for being here. So, being in love and loving. So, you say there is a difference. What's the difference? There's a huge difference. Oh, my gosh, there's a huge difference. Anyone can love, and you can love anybody, okay? And being in love with someone, it's a different level. It's the next level. It's the best level. It's the only level, right, for me. And how do you get to that level? Well, three years, we've just been filling each other's cups. And what I mean by that is, We don't tear each other down. We're very encouraging, super supportive. My husband tells me regularly, regularly, the things that my husband says to me on a regular basis, 
and they're authentic and sincere. He just doesn't say them just to stroke me. I they're they're meaningful and they're you know just always right on point. You know, for instance, I'll wake up in well, he'll wake up in the morning and he'll just lay in bed and stare at me. And this is after 23 years, and then finally I'll open my eyes and he'll say something as simple as, you are strikingly more beautiful every morning. You are that much more. I mean, after 23 years and he thinks I'm strikingly beautiful, really? You know, and he (laughs) says these things. Yes. That's fantastic. Now, did he do that early on, too? Was he able to say that early he, on? He said different things. I love okay. you. I love the way you do this. You know, I re- I think he would, over the years, It's just, the phrases have become, they're just different. And you're like, what else could he say to you? You know, you're right. so smart. You're intelligent. I admire your will to succeed. I admire your drive. You're so enthusiastic. You're so driven. He notices these things about me as I take on different tasks and how quickly I finish them. So, again, the phrases and the level of encouragement, it's all been different, but it's all been positive. And when you're mm-hmm. when someone is pouring so much into you, how can you not love and admire and respect all of that in return? I mean, this man, listen, okay, we're going to get real girly. He'll text me that he's on his way home from work. And when I tell you, I get like a giddy high school girl. I go in the bath, I take a quick shower, I comb my hair, I put on a little smelly goods, I get really cute, and I greet him at the door. And if I'm not at the door, I'm preparing his meal. Like, you know, and this is what women did back in the days, and everyone is like, forget back in the days, now it's 2015. Well, listen, it's 2015. I'm applying what women applied back in the day, and I'm happily married and in love. Do you understand? Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. work, but it's so worth it, and it feels good when you're in that place. Right, right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I have, uh, do you have any suggestions for any ladies that don't have that kind of husband or man and he's not so articulate with, with his words and how he shows the affection and his love for someone? Do you have anything to share about that? Okay. Well, first of all, we're all different. We're all unique. And we all show and express how we feel differently. Now, and I always say, you have to, again, here we go back to the communication. Um, women, we need to be vocal about what it is that we like. Honey, I like, I, and when they do something that you like, you say, I really like it when you do blank. It makes me feel really good when you do blank. I would really like it if you did more of blank. Do you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes the men, they honestly don't know, you know, right. and that could stem from how they were raised, you know, were they with a loving family? Are their parents divorced? Are they, et cetera, et cetera. I talk about it in my book where, um, you know, as a culture, Jamaicans as a whole, we're not very lovey-dovey and huggy-huggy and, you know, affectionate like that. And it's not that we don't love each other. We do. We just show it differently. We express mm-hmm. it differently. And my husband, he's Hispanic. His family's from Puerto Rico, and they're very affectionate. 
they're very lovey and kiss. They kiss 500 times a day. And when we met and I saw that, I was annoyed by that because I'm like, dear God, you just saw her five seconds ago. Why are you kissing her again? But there was a cultural difference, right? But not only are there cultural differences, there are sex differences. Men express love differently than women. And Mm -hmm. as a woman, I'm telling fellow women that whatever it is that you like, whether it's you like to be touched, you like to be verbally encouraged, whatever it is, you need to express that to your man at all times. I don't care if it takes one day, 100 years, whatever it is, at some point he'll get it. Love that. Love that. Um, How can we get your book? Loving Through Thick and Thin, it can be found on Amazon.com. As a matter of fact, someone just sent the most beautiful review today, and I couldn't believe it. The reviews are amazing. So if nothing else, at least go to Amazon.com and check out the reviews. You can order it there. If you'd like an autographed copy, then I suggest ordering it from my website, which is debrasdailydose.com. And once you click on the right, or it'll say it on the right, you'll see the picture of the book, buy now, order here, or whatever. So it's really easy to find. Just type in Loving Through Thick and Thin, and you'll find it somewhere on the website, either on the website or Amazon.com, and it's also available um, for the Kindle. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. That's fantastic, fantastic. What do you think, Deborah, um, is keeping relationships from getting their the best? Keeping What's relationships from getting what up? The the best that they they can possibly be. What? How come they're not succeeding? How, what's causing some breakdowns? Just uh, some few golden um, nuggets before we have to wrap up. What's causing the breakdown is well nowadays. I feel like it's technology, and I'm sorry. I hate to blame it on that, but can we just put down the phone? I mean, why are we sitting next to each other watching TV and the phone is in our hand and we're checking Facebook and Twitter? And, I mean, put it down. We didn't have them a few years ago. What were you doing? You had to talk to each other. Right. So let's, you know, back I just into... Gave you, I just gave you a virtual high five. I don't know if you caught it, but I just gave you a virtual <laughs> high five. I'm like, absolutely. I got it, girl. I got it. Yeah, put the freaking phone down. I'm tired of the phone. We can talk. We don't need to text. And you <laughs> no, I get a lot of people put saying that. That's down. an obstacle. Yeah, put the phone down, put the computer. I mean, when you come home, I look forward to my kids going to bed, and they both turn in at about 8 or 9 o'clock because they have to get up so early in the morning. And when they do, my husband and I will sit in the sofa, we'll drink tea, we'll talk about our day, or we'll go for a two-mile walk, and there's no phone. There's just no phone. I'm not having it. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so that intimacy time, that's what Yes. What I, what I hear you saying, because the phone interrupts that. Yes, you're not focused. you got to be focused. Just think about all the energies in, or how focused we are when we're at work, right? We're giving something our undivided attention. Our spouses are the same. They need it. To be successful at work, you need to give it whatever task you're doing, your undivided attention. Well, for your relationship, your marriage to be successful, it needs your undivided attention. And I wear many hats. 
many, I am Jamaican, so I have several jobs. But you know what? <laughs> it's God first, my husband, my kids, and everything else afterwards. Serious point blank in the story. That's fantastic. And I'm glad you listed your priority. Um, that's a good visual for our listening audience so they understand how this works because we get the work thing in front and we're out of alignment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And God has played a tremendous role in my relationship. I have no doubt about that. We do a lot and lots of praying together. Family that prays together, the family that stays together. Amen. Well, Deborah, we have run out of time, girlfriend. It's been wonderful. Already? That was so much fun. I know. Go get Deborah's book. Go to her website, deborahsdailydose.com. You can go to amazon.com. The name is Loving Through Thick and Thin. Tell your friends. Share the link of this ode. You'll be blessed. Deborah, we look forward to talking to you a little later. All the ladies, yes, let's talk. Thank you so much listen- for having me. You're welcome. Ladies, let's talk. Listening audience, uh, tune in next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific time. And remember to smile because it is good for the soul. Good night, everybody. <laughs>